This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 162. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and as always, joining me is my co-host, Adam Bell. Peter Nicolaitis. Oh, no, I'm Adam. I'm Adam. Yes, good to see you, Peter. (laughs) Good to see you, too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're back. It's We're back, ready for a brand new year. It's an even year. I think even years are better, except 2020. (laughs) so even years and star trek movies even years and star trek movies what what is that what does that mean even star treks are better even star trek movies yep the first one terrible the second one wrath of khan really good the third Mm -hmm. one the search for spock not so good the fourth one the voyage home you know pretty good etc etc so yeah um oh and on that note matrix movies only get worse over time they they never get they don't have a a one two three four it's just all down (laughs) i say that because i watched the matrix resurrections did you watch that i i I almost thought it was a joke it took me three times three tries like sitting through it okay this isn't yeah you know i want some dinner pause get up came back the next day played it on for another half hour or so like oh i gotta go to yoga class now okay fine came back next day all right half an hour later i can plow through this i i really thought it was a joke i thought it was like a a holiday joke yeah i was like really yeah did you did you watch it or not no i didn't yeah it 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 was like a made for tv movie that's what it felt like to me i was just like uh, so yeah <laughs> however i did see spider-man no way home yeah oh seven or eight thumbs up for that one really what uh i mean what made it without any story what made it better or good they they did a really good job honoring all of the spider-man movies that have come before uh-huh they did a really good job tying it in with the rest of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And um, Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molini. Um, yeah. I can't even remember his name now. Molini? Alfred Green. Uh, Dr. Octopus. Dr. Um, yeah. mm. um, Alfred. Why, why am I blanking on this? You're Alfred blanking. Molina. Thank you. Molina. I think Molini. Um, was great. Um, uh, I can I not remember anyone's names anymore. Whoa, uh, Jamie Fox was great as Electro. So they they did a really good job. Um, I don't want to. I'm I'm only saying things that have been public, like because because these people were all interviewed, right? So the three right. actors gave interviews, so we know that they're part of it. Um, so I don't want to say any more just in case people have, you know, not been able to find a relatively uncrowded theater like I was able to and are worried about COVID-19 and the Omicron variant. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I would probably go see it again on another matinee, like, you mm-hmm. know, 
like a 11 a.m. showing sometime during a weekday. Yeah. Um, I waited until this week. It was only, I guess, Monday when I went mm-hmm. um, just to let everything quiet down. There were still plenty of people in the theater, but there was, you know, nice arm's length. And the, the closest guy who was sitting next to us, you know, seemed to be taking precautions seriously. Like he would pull his mask down stuff popcorn in his face, pull his mask up to chew. Wasn't one of those, like, take the mask off, throw it across the theater and like, I'm eating. Yeah. So I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also appreciate reserved seating from AMC theaters. So the, the closest theater, you know, I can buy my tickets however many days in advance and you can see what seats are available. Mm-hmm. And even right up until the uh, the movie, you can change your seats around. So I was able to juggle around and get to a not so crowded spot in the theater, which was nice. That's cool. So, yep. You so know, I, I was I was noticing that, um, and I w- so at Kroger, I went to Kroger to pick up a pharmacy the other day, and you know, there's there's different states of masking. There's people who don't have any on. There's people who do have it on, and it's it's a really mixed bag. And I thought it was like, well, it's kind of cool that uh, it's no longer abnormal. You know, because at first it was unusual for me to wear a mask. Right. I didn't I didn't want to. And then when we were allowed to take them off, then I was like, well, I, I look, un, I feel uncomfortable not wearing one. Yeah. And then now we're in that place where, all right, if you've got one, good. If you don't have one, fine. Not I mean. so good. <laughs> I, I disagree, though. That's the thing is like. I heard that um, the um, the studio, the yoga studio that I um, train at up in Vermont, apparently the owner wants to do away with the mask re- requirement. And I think that's mm-hmm. a horrible idea. Yeah. And I, I just I just don't understand why nobody has the guts to just step up and say, everybody mask on mask mandate 30 days. Everybody wear your mask and this thing will gut squash. It'll go away, but yeah. we can't do that. Cause freedom. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, well, we're, I mean, a lot less people wear their mask here religiously. Some people yeah. religiously do. Some people don't. Yeah. Um, that's just kind of where we are. Well, it's funny or, or not funny, but you know, one of the, I, I know a guy that was like, I am not, you know, the anti-vaxxers. Well, he got COVID. And I, I think it was probably way worse for him because he didn't have any vaccine whatsoever than yep. it would have been had he had the vaccine. But it's like, well, it's did he, real. Did he, did, did he turn it around and, and uh, try to um, blame it on the mask? No, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten COVID if I wasn't wearing this stupid mask. I just, I just don't understand it. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to understand the psychology behind it, but it's, oh my God, it's irritating. It is so irritating. So, yeah. <clears throat> when I, I told you I watched uh, that Don't Look Up. Yeah. You said you weren't all that, but it, it was. I was like, it's very much like our political landscape. Oh, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point is there's so many people that are making life decisions on politics, not on life. Yeah. I mean, that's, they used a, they used a comment 
instead of a pandemic, but it's like all these people are choosing politics over it. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's exactly what it's going on. I just, the thing is like, you know, it wasn't super good. I thought it was somewhat entertaining. Um, it's totally dystopian and very disheartening. Um, and then, you know, other than that, someone said, it was like, oh, it was like idiocracy, but not funny. I thought idiocracy was like way over the top. Mm-hmm. very juvenile very gross at times yeah. and I was just like eh, i just didn't need it but both of them are really spot on and really sad when you stop to think about it so yeah yeah uh, so let's do what everyone else does let's just not think about it and hope it goes away <laughs> yeah <laughs> or uh, actively reject it or yeah that's right just deny it right mm-hmm. it's not snowing here today i reject nope. the snow nope i i reject <laughs> your reality and substitute my own <laughs> yeah that snow dropped a whole bunch of snow here too yeah how much you get um i don't know probably about seven inches oh wow uh, it's about the same on, yeah depending on where you measure it but like on my truck um i've got i've got seven inches of snow sitting on top of it <laughs> in the uh 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 yeah as as as, as uh what was his name uh inigo montoya would say you know i wonder if you're using the same snow we're using <laughs> yeah <laughs> that word it does not mean what you think it means <laughs> so <sighs> all right so are you, What's next? you guys are getting the storm right now right let me check still coming down Still coming down. Yep. Still coming down. Yep. It went all That's day. Right. Now we yeah. don't even have a cloud in the sky. Yeah. No, it's still happening here. And I imagine it's still hitting Vermont and New Hampshire too. So I haven't mm-hmm. I'm gonna call my dad later to get the weather report because it's something he likes to give. You know, like, oh it's snowing <laughs> a lot. I'm like, really? Yeah. I can <laughs> yeah. tell that. I can tell that. We have this thing called a weather report down here and satellite and uh apps and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I can watch the radar. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> So did, uh, did you ever get your car back? Nope. It's still there. It's been a week and a half. My car has been at the Tesla dealership. Um, (laughs) they have no loaners to give me. Yeah. So they've given me $1,000 in Uber ride credits. That's a lot of credits. That's a lot of credits. I've used about a hundred bucks so far and I aim to use them all. (laughs) I am going to make Elon pay for every last dollar. (laughs) What really irritates me about this is they don't even have an ETA of when they'll work on my car and when I'll get it back. I have zero visibility into what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they say the only way they can service the car is if they have it. So their system is designed so that they must have possession of the vehicle to schedule and perform service. So I could take my car back and lose my spot lose your spot in the queue right which i don't know where it is right you know if you're telling me like it's a difference between a month and two months right now give me my car back i'll check back in a few months yeah right but i don't know they could work on it today are you gonna work on it next year for all i know yeah i have no idea so that's annoying um but on the plus side i'm taking uber black rides everywhere i go now (laughs) 
So um, <laughs> must look like the yoga studio is doing really well because I've shown up and gone to and from class a few times now in a Yukon XL. There you go. It's kind of fun, <laughs> you know, hop out. Oh, this is my stop. That's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, although that was not great yesterday because uh, I ordered a ride and it was supposed to be here uh, about half an hour before class. Should have dropped me off with about 25 minutes before class. Plenty of time. Mm hmm. And uh, I was waiting and I'm watching and the time is the clock is ticking and the car is not moving. And he was in the next city over just sitting there for like 20 minutes. And I couldn't cancel the ride in the app. Yeah. I was trying to find it. I'm like, I know there's got to be a way to cancel this. I couldn't find it. I called the guy, got his voicemail. So I texted him and I said, please cancel this ride. It's too late because by the time I got to this point, he was going to arrive three minutes after I needed to be where I was going to be. It's like, no. So I got out and I'm like, I guess I have to walk or run there. I had not quite done my 10 K that yesterday. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. You know, I'll just, I'll just run off. And then I remembered I can use lift. There you go. Because I have lift. I'll have to pay out of pocket, but whatever. Mm -hmm. You'll get there. I call the lift. He showed up two minutes later, had me there like four minutes later, a few minutes late, but not late for the start of class. My students are all okay. That's great. Fine. Okay, great. Um, so we started and um, then I tried to get home and I noticed that I had a couple, I had numerous notifications and Uber wanted to charge me $20 for the canceled ride because what had happened was Eventually, I think the first driver just gave up. So they sent a different driver who again showed up late, but I wasn't getting the notifications because I'm teaching yoga class. Mm -hmm. I have everything on do not disturb. So I'm trying to get home and it's cold out and it's wet and it's dark. And I'm like, yeah, I could walk. I could wait for the next bus or I could call another lift and pay out of pocket or I could make this stupid Uber thing work. Well, <laughs> Uber wanted me to pay $20 out of pocket to do this because they won't take my voucher credit for that. And I was annoyed at that. So I had to dispute the ride. Now, here's the thing. I had to dispute the ride for the second guy who showed up. And my concern is that that means he's not going to get paid. And that's right. not fair. Mm-hmm. The first guy, yeah, I don't care, right? He should not get paid, but the other guy should. So mm-hmm. I disputed the ride, but then I still had to pay $20. But eventually what happened while I'm sitting there at the yoga studio trying to figure out how to get home, I disputed it. Eventually I got a $20 Uber cash credit, which I could then use to pay the $20 fee for canceling the ride. Nice. So I'm after I thought about it, I'm assuming that means that the guy who showed up got some of that $20. At mm-hmm. least I hope he does. I don't know. I know Uber sucks and they treat their people <laughs> yeah. like dirt. So hopefully he got something. Um, so uh, hopefully that's there. But uh, as of today, I still have around $900 of credit. And so once the snow clears up, I figure I'll take a Yukon down, get some groceries, drive it back home, maybe go out again for a donut. I don't know, you know, like, yeah, just use it up. And, uh, and then of course I have to call them because the, uh, those expire on the ninth and they've already extended them once. 
Mm-hmm. And they also offered to get me a loaner, but I'm like, I don't want a loaner. I don't, <laughs> I don't want a gas power. I don't want something I have to take to the gas station. That's yucky. You know? <laughs> so, I want, I want something else. So, um, cause you know, I've, all right. Maybe if they give me a Dodge challenger, that could be fun. Yeah. especially in weather like this yeah <laughs> well i told you about my uber experience i was i was i knew i was going to be traveling in the near future so i created an account um with a unique password and i went you know like i said i did it a couple of weeks before i was going to travel so everything would be squared away and I got notification that somebody had logged into my account in Denmark. Was it me? And I said, <laughs> no, it was not me. No. <laughs> uh, and they then I proceeded to try to get access back to my account. Well, because they had gotten in my account, replaced me. And I said, well, I can't get into my account. Um, what do you I'm like? Well, you know, you must have a compromised computer. And I said, well, it was a unique password. I just don't get into Uber (laughs) website. Right. Right. And they're like, I mean, they went round and round about how this was my fault and whatever. I'm like, okay, well give me a back access to my account. Well, we can't, the email address has been changed in the account. And I said, just cancel the account then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You want to set up your credit card number associated with it? Yeah, I canceled that too. Right. And they said, so did you ever figure out what happened then? I mean, it sounds like they got compromised. I think they got compromised. And so I just gave up on it and went to Lyft and I've never gone back. Yep. (laughs) That that was it. I mean, I just, with all of the scummy practices that I was hearing about Lyft, I mean, about, about Uber and, and I don't know that Lyft is any better, frankly, you know, Um, but there was just like Travis Kalanick. I mean, there, there are a few people on the planet whom I would just love to choke. He's one of them. You know, he's just a scumbag. And uh, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a filthy company. I don't like using it. And frankly, Tesla is not really getting much my, more of my love these days either. So <laughs> both of them in bed together. Wow. I'm not at all surprised. So, <laughs> so I, one of the th- new features of Lyft, and I, I'm sure you know this, but uh, is that you can request a quiet ride. Yes, Uber does that too, <clears throat> and and I I like that. I don't I don't mind chit chatting with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay with the hey, how you doing? How's your day? Blah blah blah, and you know the the light chatter in, and then and I'm gonna do it, but I don't want to talk for an hour. Yeah, my whole ride. Yep. there <laughs> yep. i'd really like a little nap i'd like to catch up on my email now that i'm here on the ground and can read yep um so i request it quiet but then they feel obligated to not do any chit chat at all i'm like i just want to have a little chit chat hey how you doing how's your day i'm doing fine how about you sir i'm yeah just had a good trip all right exchange pleasantries and then let me take a nap that's what yeah. i want that's yeah that's what i want, I want. <laughs> yeah. what, what i noticed with um uber black i'm assuming lyft probably does this you get to choose um the conversation level as well as uh the temperature yeah and you know so normally i'll say cool because if i'm too hot in a moving vehicle i get nauseous nauseous yeah right but 
on nights when it's really cold outside, I want it a little warm, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it was nice as like, you know, I've, so I've even been driving in Lincoln town cars or Yukon XLs and they all have climate controls and seat heaters in the back for your own zones. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, this is kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, so, so yeah, I may as well get, I guess, you know, getting, trying to get some kind of piece of the luxury that I paid for, for this model S yeah, I'm trying to get some bit of it back that I haven't had for a week now. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, a funny lift story. I was in uh, South Carolina and this woman who picked us up, uh, I was there with my brother-in-law and uh, she had a Puerto Rican flag on her keychain, and she looked Hispanic. So I've been to Puerto Rico, uh, you know, just a conversation started. I was like, Hey, are you, are you from Puerto Rico? She says, no. I said, oh, well, I said, I'm sorry. I said, I, you know, based on your keychain, I thought you might be from Puerto Rico or have visited there. Nope, nothing. She didn't say, she didn't say any more no or anything. She just didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, I guess. Conversational. <laughs> so it's <was> funny. Wow. <laughs> All right, then. Well, there you go. (laughs) So, so did you have a good holiday? I mean, you get Christmas time. You you went to your parents for Christmas, right? Christmas, I was in Vermont. Yep. And Mm -hmm. then uh, New Year's, you know, fairly quiet night at home, had some friends over, cooked a lot over that whole weekend, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of like the last hurrah of the holiday season mm-hmm. so uh used my new new york times subscription to get every penny out of that and a bunch of good recipes which was yeah. a lot of fun and um yeah so that was fun and then uh back to work and uh it's been a fairly decent work work you know work week coming back mm-hmm. um back now in full swing doing my uh, 10k every other day runs so mm-hmm. back to to normal pre pre-marathon training normal there you go i should say so um i'm targeting um you know about 20 some odd miles a week when i'm not training for a race okay so that's the plan and um i found out last year i ran just almost exactly uh, 1,111 miles. Yeah. Now, of course, like every now and then there would be something that the Apple watch would miss or, you know, whatever, but it came out to like within a half a mile of 1111. So that's the number I'm sticking with. There you go. And, um, my buddy, my running buddy, Greg recently, uh, convinced me to re-enable my Strava account. Okay. What's Strava? Strava. Strava is a very popular fitness tracking app. As it happens, I know the founder. I used to work with him. Uh, He was another founder uh, of a company that got acquired for Merck for just shy of half a billion dollars. Nice. Um, But anyway, uh, he founded Strava, I forget how many years ago now, but it's a very popular fitness tracking and analytics platform. Now, I don't use the app to actually track my workouts because I don't really care for their app, Mm -hmm. but I do have it. It has full access to all my Apple health info. Mm -hmm. And so it takes all of the data and it gives you more information than you would find 
in um, just say the uh, Apple health uh, analytics stuff. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Um, they have had a, there were some security concerns a couple of years ago when it was found that uh, military personnel were using them and they were logging all of their uh, um, activities in foreign bases, which <laughs> pretty much gave away their presence yeah. because we had all these army people like doing all these workouts in these specific locations. And, you know, the Taliban could say, oh, so that's where your base is. There you go. <laughs> for example. <laughs> right. Um, but um, I like the app and it integrates with like all the other popular services. So you've got a Fitbit, right? I do. Fitbit. So you're a Fitbit because my running buddy, Greg, uses a Fitbit. And so it integrates with that. Mm -hmm. So once you're done, you get this notification and it can import your data. So if you wanted, we could be Strava friends. Nah. And then we can also you know, track not just our water intake, but our workouts we could compare. There you go. That way I don't have to take like stupid screenshots of my workout and send them to you. It'll just show up <laughs> in your feed. No pressure though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, well, because my workouts change every single day. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If you're recording them on your Fitbit, they're just there, mm -hmm. which is really cool. So, yeah. Well, I record so. the, well, the, the activity, like when the activity starts and the activity stops. Yep. So my heart rate, whatever happens there, but I don't necessarily say that I'm doing burpees or box jump overs or. Mm -hmm. But what it, what it would still give you though, is like analytics in the end, like tell you like how many calories you burned mm -hmm. and you can look at things like peaks and valleys as to, you know, when your real, you know, your harder work was, and mm -hmm. it, it does some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So Strava and there's a free, the free offering does plenty. There's a commercial offering. I think it's like 60 bucks a year. Mm -hmm. And uh, frankly, I forget what it gets you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. What else we got? So, well, with the new year, what are your uh, new resolutions? Uh, read more, run more, and restore more. And by that, I mean do more yoga. Yeah. <laughs> not rotund. Not rotund more. <laughs> rotund I do not want to do that. As that happens, though, funny you mentioned that. Rotund was one of the words in the uh, New York Times spelling bee today. Ah, okay. Yes. So spoiler alert, of course, by the time you hear this to your listener, it's going to be too late for you to use that. But yeah. yeah. yeah so. <laughs> yep. And then for me, um, I'm just going to try to continue to be healthy. I've been trying to lose weight slowly and, you know, maybe find my six pack. Where'd you leave it in the fridge? I left it in my 20s. <laughs> 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 I am at a point where you can see that I have a six pack, but it's uh -huh. still, it's got some insulation. It's not <laughs> yeah. a lot. It's uh, you know, it's just like, I have like leftover, you know, skin and flab from when I was, um, you know, when I was larger as a child and, and a teenager. Mm -hmm. um, but even like when I was in the low 150s, like, you know, leading right up to the marathon and really thin, you can mm -hmm. see I have stuff, but it's not like, super bulgy definition kind of thing yeah so. what about if you grab My arms and legs and however those back. are ripped yeah i gotta just just it like just just grab it yeah there you go pinch an inch and tug it i hear there are surgeons who can do that for you permanently <laughs> yeah i don't see that happening uh <laughs> 
Yeah, not in the cards. I didn't Mm-mm. put that as a New Year's resolution. Yeah. yeah. What about so so you're gonna find your six pack. I'm a, I'm uh, what what specifically are you doing? Where where are you looking for your six pack? Um, so I'm you know just kind of making good, more healthy choices ac- across the board by quantitative your you know quantitative measurement. What quantify what you count gets better. Yep. Keeping track of my diet, keeping track of my water, keeping track of my exercises, and doing you know doing six days of workouts. Mm-hmm. every you know an hour you know not not stupid but at least an hour every day for six six days and mm-hmm. do a little bit of extra walking after that i mean there you go skip the ice cream after dinner and and the beer <laughs> well those will make differences those will <laughs> definitely make differences mm-hmm. yep. but you know the hard thing for me or not the hard th- i try to maintain a balance so you know, it's a, it's a fine, it's simple, it's simple math to lose weight. You burn more calories than you eat, <laughs> but you also want to have a decent life. I don't want to be hungry all the time. Right. I don't want to be yep. miserable six days of the week. <laughs> and, and really though, it's a matter of what you eat too, you know, not just mm-hmm. how much you're eating. And that's the thing that people lose track of. Cause I, again, I've never seen any, um, uh, a study on this, but I would love to see a study of people, you know, for like 30 days who eat their daily, uh, total energy expenditure of a single food every day. So like day one, you eat 1000 calories of milk day two, you have a thousand calories of peanut butter. (laughs) <laughs> day three you have a thousand calories of spinach you know mm-hmm. something like that right or two thousand calories whatever it is because i guarantee it's not the same <laughs> you know well, like day four two thousand calories of nothing but beer beer awesome beer <laughs> right so what you eat is definitely more you know as, as important as how much you eat so but well, i find that some some foods you know as you know are are more filling as far as you're not so hungry and i didn't i didn't you know i my water intake was not very balanced during the day that's one of the things that i noticed by by counting it is that i'd be really hungry during the day and that was when i was drinking the least amount of water yep um so now when i eat lunch it's i'm not as hungry to eat lunch because I've been drinking water all along. Right. And well, what happens, I mean, you know, think about it. It all starts in going into the same place. You know, the water is going to go into your stomach and if it's full, you're probably not going to feel so hungry. Yeah. So (laughs) that's, that's a trick I use. Sometimes I don't do it as much as I, uh, I, I have at times, but if I start to get hungry, the first thing I'll do before I eat anything is pound a liter of water. Mm Mm-hmm. Tends to curb the appetite just a little bit. Yeah. Well, because you know? I mean, you still are going to be hungry, but you won't overeat. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so. so cool. All right. What else? Let's see here. So you had mentioned we've got a couple nifties if we want to talk about those. And you had Let's also about, met... yeah, we could use some nift, some nift in my life. Some nift. All right. So from the nifty side do you have any 
do you have any Berkey water filters? I don't think I do. Okay. So uh, there's a company out there called Berkey. They Berkey. have their big Berkey water filters, which are the big silver containers. They kind of look like a, a coffee maker, you know, okay. like a commercial coffee maker. But it's okay. got their, their two parts. There's the bottom part, which is the reservoir. And then there's the top part, which is the reservoir with filters in. And it yep. goes through the carbon fiber or carbon filters that yep. drip down through the filter into the bottom reservoir. Got well, it. Berkey is one of the premier water filters for that. Okay. Uh, it's very ex They're very expensive. Uh, they're very expensive when you say you're going to buy a water filter because you want to buy a big Berkey, you're going to spend $300 on it. And you're going to okay. put $150 worth of filters inside of them. Well, you're like, well, that's how... And how long are those good for? Uh, it, it, well, it depends on the volume. It's it's based on how many gallons of water you put through them and how dirty is your water that you're putting okay. through them. If yep. you're looking at for your home use where you are, you've probably got pretty clean water coming from the tap. Other than, you know, biological stuff in your filters, you could probably use that six, eight months, depending, okay. you know, because you don't have a lot of contaminants. Now down at my farm, I'm drinking well water. Well, you don't even know what's in that well. I mean, we can well, get tested. Water. <laughs> we can get it tested, but uh, you know, there's a lot. There's no. There's no filtering happening at all, other than what's natural in the ground. And so, I have to use a Berkey down there. So, okay. three hundred dollars for a water filter is not that expensive when that's right. the only source of your drinking water on location. <laughs> yeah. I, I concur. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's more of a need than, than just, Hey, I'm a health nut and I want ultra pure water. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, With you. so yeah, I, I mean, I like them. I've been using them for over a year. No okay. longer than that, like three years. Okay. And the water tastes good. I don't have all the crud in it. It's amazing how dirty the water is that I put in there. It's very sulfurous um, because it's going through uh, chert and limestone. And when you first fire up the showers, you know, smells eggy in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> but gross. Yeah. But that filter, it takes it out. There's none of that funky taste in it. So it's really cool. That's really cool. It makes me mm -hmm. wonder too. Have you ever seen, um, they, they make, uh, somebody makes water bottles with filtration systems built into them too. Mm -hmm. I've seen those. I don't think I've ever had one. Maybe I have, I don't remember. I don't now. Uh, I'm currently using the hydrate spark. Mm -hmm. And if I, unless I miss my guess, I think you are too. Hydrate spark. <laughs> we Same talked about color. this on the last episode, right? Yep. Yep. You talked about it. And, and I went with the, uh, the gravity nozzle instead of the siphon. I was just noticing that I noticed the difference that took me a while to get used to, because for mine, I was tipping it up and <laughs> like, and it wasn't working. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? Oh, right. This is a suck on. Yeah. As opposed to a pour down the throat kind of model. So it took, it did take me a little bit. Once I realized that I was like, Oh, okay. Got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so i felt a little silly yeah so I, I just took the first one that i found you know i didn't didn't like do a lot of digging into the the options i was like yep this was one that was the cheapest 
cheapest one was on sale. Take it. This is a yeah. good first venture. Uh, how uh, are you finding the battery life? Battery life has been good. I haven't, um, I haven't run it to its end to see yep. how long it will run. Yep. I let it run like three days and then I charged it. How, yep. how long does yours last? I mean, how long do, could it last? They you know? say on their website between 10 to 14 days. Okay. Which I find, I don't know, you know, um, I guess it you know, depends on how often you're drinking and putting it down and how many reminders you're getting, how long it's connected to the phone, you know, and talking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm trying to do is just, I remember to like charge it on weekends, for instance, you know, when I'm sitting around, but, uh, you know, I was wondering, cause I took it up to Vermont with my, on my last trip and like, do I need to charge this? Do I need to take the charger with me? I don't know. And it's also not clear. I have to go look at the manual. Like, I don't know when it's finished charging. Like if yeah. it glows, cause when it's charging, it's glowing and stuff, but I didn't even know it's like, does it stop charging when it's done glowing? I, I don't really know. So. I think it stops blinking when it's charged. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to actually look, yeah, read the manual or something. So. Yeah. Well, and it, it really was, it really is an expensive water bottle. Um, and it's a, it's definitely a first world water bottle. <laughs> totally a first world problem, right? You know, between <laughs> this and the issues I'm having with my Tesla and having to drive around in Yukons as a, you know, <laughs> yeah, I really don't think I have a right to complain a lot. Yeah. So I'm trying <laughs> to put that all in perspective. <laughs> yeah. My, my normal water bottle is a, uh, you know, Kroger or Walmart, uh, the, the, the flavored waters. Ah, so I, we drink all the flavored water out of it. Then I just save that water bottle and I use it until it becomes funky and then I throw <laughs> it away. So Ugh. I'm like, well, not, I don't use it till it's funky, funky, but I mean, I'm like, if I've been using one, it's three or four weeks. I'm like, yeah, I need a fresh one. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> just i don't want to give myself colds or well and if i have a cold obviously i throw one away right after the cold is over don't yeah well it. i mean that's the the nice thing about disposable stuff is it you know sanitary mm-hmm. so um yeah i'm i'm really trying to be better about that you know and that's another thing i'm trying to you cut down on is wasteful waste wastefulness mm-hmm. um, that's something that's been part of me for a long time so that's not new but um hearing about like how much stuff when you return things to amazon and online retailers like how much of it just goes straight to the landfill yeah that sickens me you know mm-hmm. just imagine like i had bought this this bottle if i decided oh you know what i don't like it then i send it back to, to know that the likelihood is like 80% likely that they're just going to throw it out mm-hmm. instead of donating it or reselling it as an open box item or something like that. Um, you know, that's just like, ah, I don't know. And I, I, I don't know. I'm like wondering, are they afraid that people would just try to game the system? Like, like, well, I'm going to die. I'm going to take this and then return it. And then, um, you know, like know that it gets donated. So I've done my good deed for the day. Ha ha. Screw you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know. So I, I try to, that's something that that's, that's really disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But on so, that note too, like I'm toying with the idea of getting uh, a second, another um, display, either a TV or a monitor to put over there. So when I'm teaching, right. I can see my students on a bigger screen on Zoom. Yeah. Because I've been lately for the last month or two, I, uh, ever since Zoom released an app for the uh, Fire TV, I prefer to take my online courses that I take downstairs in my living room Mm-hmm. on the 55 inch screen there you go because then i can see the teacher and i'm not looking at this little you know little dinky thing and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of nice yeah so i'm thinking about setting up something like that over there uh so i go to best buy and i go straight to the open box deals mm-hmm. because number one it's not going into a landfill and number two they're cheaper <laughs> yeah so, so there you go so i watched uh, a uh an interesting video on facebook um, and it was a, um, it, it was a metal shredder. So just like, uh, just like your paper shredder. Yeah. So imagine, uh, I mean, maybe five foot long by three foot wide. And it just had those, those shredder wheels going over and over. And I mean, at a, at a big scale and they were putting metal things in there. Like they put in a bicycle. Yeah. And, like, and it would just shred the bicycle <laughs> out <laughs> into, to little tiny parts. And I was thinking, you know, we're talking about landfills and things like that. If a lot of times in the landfill, they just throw that stuff in there and then they run over it with a piece of heavy machinery to, right. to flatten it. Yep. I was thinking if it were shredded, it would shrink down so much smaller. <laughs> and don't you think it could be recycled into something else? Well, and that's the thing that they were, they were, well, and I, I it kind of made me think about, okay, so how could you separate the metals, at least the irons out because you, you can easily catch iron with a magnet. You mm-hmm. can't catch aluminums and coppers and nickels, right. but you're like, well, if you iron. can, yeah, but you can catch iron. Uh, I was thinking, you know, if you had a magnet, electromagnet on the bottom of that thing. So when steel went through and as it rotates, it sucks it one direction and then turns off. And then it yep. sends all the steel one way down the conveyor belt and all the junk down the other way. That would be an interesting process of recycling and getting stuff out of the landfill. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, on the on the topic of interesting ideas, I wanted to share this with you too. I think I came up with this on my own. Don't think I've heard about it anywhere else. <laughs> tax incentives for people to get vaccinated. Okay. Give everybody a thousand dollars. If you get your jab <laughs> healthier, it'd be cheaper on the healthcare. Why not? Insurance. Right. Rather, rather than just sending everyone a check, right. You go in, you get your proof of vaccination. Now we'd need to actually track these proof of vaccination like the way they're doing it now, just, oh, here's your piece of paper. Have fun. Yeah. That's not going to cut it. But it shouldn't take any more work than it does to track whether or not you've sent people their checks. Mm-hmm. Right? So why not? I got to, maybe I'll, I'll call my senator after this call and see if I can uh, make that a suggestion. So. <laughs> the, the problem is then they've got to make a, they've got to make a department for that to do all the, the... <laughs> I think we have enough overhead that we could we could do that now without a whole new department i think between 
uh, between the, 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 the FDA and whoever's administering the shots and the IRS and stuff, I think the two of them could talk. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? I would. <laughs> <sighs> Brother. So, um, yeah. So one last thing that I have done starting this, this past week is okay. um, I consolidated my work schedule. Okay. Uh, starting with my uh, yoga teaching. Mm -hmm. So I generally uh, provide service for the hospital network Mondays through Thursdays ish. Mm -hmm. um, and then Friday, Thursday afternoon to Friday, I generally dedicate to other clients for consulting matters. And then um, my yoga schedule was all over the place. Mm -hmm. So now what I've done is I teach in studio Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I've consolidated all of my private lessons into a single small group on Wednesday nights. There you go. So now I'm trying diligently to get back to a three and a half, four day work week. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm working towards. So wish me luck. Good luck. <laughs> Thank well, you. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about that before. It's a, it's a utopian idea that I'd like to have um, because I, I can see it, but I'm not great at, uh, it's kind of like dieting. Yep. I know how to diet, yep. but I don't always initiate or uh, <laughs> execute it well. <laughs> so what I'm wondering is, do we need to actual, to like schedule non-work time? I think you almost have to. Right. So what I'm planning on doing is I have to pick, uh, I'm going to sign up for a half marathon in a couple months, no biggie. Uh, but I plan to sign up for an ultra marathon sometime this year. And, um, also want to look up COVID permitting for a running retreat as well. So like, that'll be my first real vacation in years mm -hmm. going away for like a solid week just to work on running and running coaching. I think that mm -hmm. sounds like a lot of fun. Um, you may, dear listener, think I'm insane and you may be right. <laughs> um, but, um, when I start planning, when I start training for a marathon or an ultra marathon, there's going to be a lot of running involved in that. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be my non-work time. That's going to be my me time. And I'm going to have to start scheduling that. Cause there are some days where, you know, like doing back to back, like 15 or 20 milers, mm -hmm. um, that takes time. You know, so, so I found that running is a good way to reclaim my personal time, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, what do you do? Well, to avoid work, I'm going to just go run. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, I, I want to say it was Mike McCallowitz. And then I think also this other person that I uh, listened to that was a rich dad, poor dad kind of advocate mm -hmm. um, is they wanted to take a month off of work. Yep. And so they spent all of their time preparing for that month off of work, putting yep. everything that needs to be in place so that everything would run and keep doing their business without them being there for that month. And it forced them to be that productive to, in order to, to do that. So I think you, like you said, you almost have to for, you know, block out the time of when you're not going to work Otherwise, your hopes of having time of no work is never going to it's never going to come to fruition. Something else will always come up to take the time mm -hmm. if you let it. Yeah. Yep. Block the time. 
Block the time. That's it. <laughs> well, on that note, um, I haven't eaten. I, I, I had a small cliff bar and a couple of cups of coffee today, so I should block off some time for food. <laughs> would you care to take us out? I would care. To. Well, care then. <laughs> yeah. Here, listener, we would like your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter. You can find us on our websites at paradigmcc.com, yogawithpeter.com, friendswithbeer.com, and you can find me at sublimecomp.com. And with that, I hit the big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.